Good evening, Anchor Squad. Ivan Salaji here once again. It's a Sunday evening here uh, in Sydney and a really lovely weekend. What I wanted to talk about in today's Anchor session relates to uh, the testing of students in schools and what impact that has on them and what the return on investment of those testing is. The reason why I want to talk about that is there's recently been uh, put forward, and I'm pretty sure it's now commenced, new policies, I guess you'd call them, with the way students are tested here in Australia. And it uh, it relates to a series of tests they commence when they're in primary school. Uh, and for that, for us, that would be like, um, uh, you know, the earlier years of primary school, and then it goes through to the later years of uh, primary school, I'm pretty sure, and it moves its way into high school. So eventually end up having, you know, three or four lots of testing and these particular testing is called the NAPLAN tests and they basically from my understanding started off uh, to try and test students ability to give an indication about you know how well the schools are doing to rank the schools now I might be wrong but that was my initial understanding nonetheless it's just testing that these students do for their numeracy literacy uh, among other things so what's been introduced now is uh, if students haven't achieved a certain proficiency level by the time they reach high school, which is grade nine here in Australia, so I guess you'd call that um, like a junior high uh, if you're in America or somewhere thereabouts. But it's grade nine. So basically after you enter primary school, you get your six, your seven, uh, your eight, your nine, your 10, your 11, and your 12. Now, it's probably still the same for you guys. Uh, but so basically by the time they reach year nine, if they haven't achieved a certain level of numeracy and literacy and these skills and these NAPLAN results, they've basically uh, have withdrawn the right to sit the HSC exam, which is their high school certificate, so the final certificate they can do when they finish year 12 to graduate with. And basically that puts them in a position where they must then conduct every single year an online assessment to see whether or not their skills have been brought up to the level that they need to such that they'll be allowed to sit this HSC when they get to, to year 12 and then graduate with the HSC. Now, I would think that the HSC would probably be equivalent of like an SAT or something like that if you're from the States. I know other countries do have like a high school certificate equivalent, basically the final certificate you get that, you know, kind of grade you when you finish year 12 before you go off to university or some form of college. Now, for my mind, I... I, I personally have a very different and strong view about um, the education system, about uh, testing, about homework and teaching, you know, teaching students in schools and how it's done and the level of literacy that they need to go, I guess the level of literacy and numeracy and basic skills that they're coming out with. Uh, I've got certain views on that. Now, I'm kind of concerned by the fact that students now are being told that if they haven't achieved this certain level of literacy, that they're not automatically going to be offered uh, a position to, you know, to, to complete the HSC. Now, it's not like they can't go and continue through to year 12. They can. Um, they can still do all of that, but they have to show every year that they had a certain proficiency before they're eligible to then you know, receive a high school certificate. And obviously, they've got to be successful in the high school certificate. Um, to get a certain ranking to get into, say, university, which in and of itself is not the be-all and end-all. 
What I think the message that it gives kids is, if you're in year nine, is that if you haven't achieved a certain level of literacy by year nine, and year nine you're probably around, what, like 15 years old, that you're not bright enough or ready enough or capable enough to do the HSC unless you do a little bit more than other uh, students who are already gotten to it. And that's not a bad thing as far as pushing kids harder. I'm all for that. I'm, you know, I totally disagree with giving you know ribbons and trophies to kids who come 16th. You know, things have to be earned. But to tell kids that you're not going to be eligible to sit a certificate towards the end of year 12 uh, unless you've achieved a certain mark. To me, at that age and at that level of schooling, considering you've still got uh, year 10, year 11, and year 12, just doesn't make sense to me. So the way I see it, if we're telling kids that they're not going to be, I guess, smart enough, because that's that age group, that's generally how they would basically see it. By the time they're in year nine, then they're not worthy enough of of going for the high school certificate later on. I think it just sends a really, really bad message. It puts unnecessary pressure on students to do these NAPLAN tests, uh, which have no resemblance whatsoever to the real world. What these NAPLAN tests have been showing is that over the years they haven't been increasing students numeracy and literacy and basic skills any more uh, than what they w- what students were actually achieving prior to the introduction of these NAPLAN. So in, a se- in, a, in essence there there's no real basis to show that they work whatsoever at all. Um, now you know there are uh, private outside of school hours colleges and test books to try and get students to study for these things to um, to basically study for the tests so that they can perform better in them. Um, so there's a market for that here. Now, I know a lot of people, and, I, and I've been reading some threads, and I know there's quite a few people that would turn around and say, but these tests are good because it prepares students for, you know, the high te- high school certificate tests, and kids should be pushed in that, you know, pushed harder to, to sit these tests. To me, it's an outdated way of thinking about the education system. Now I'm coming from someone who's, you know, I'd consider myself being as someone, you know, who's quite academic and learned. You know, I finished my HSC. Uh, I went on to university and completed my first degree. I then went and did my postgraduate degree in research, and then by the time I was 21 years old, I was already enrolled into a doctorate degree uh, and studying for my PhD. Uh, and I was doing well at all of that. Uh, and it's not until I felt that the return on investment for what I'd get for completing a PhD. Uh, didn't seem worthy enough to be finishing an entire three or four years additionally uh, for the return that I'd get for doing it. Uh, and I wanted to go and start a business and a family and work, so I ended up going off and, and I guess diving into what people would be calling entrepreneurship now. But it, back then it was just you started a business. Uh, and I did that. So I'm not speaking from someone who hasn't got experience of having to study a lot and do a lot of I guess, coursework and testing. Believe me, I've had my time there, so I'm speaking for someone from that point of view, and I still disagree with it. I think that the education system isn't taking kids the direction that they need to go. I think it's putting unnecessary pressure on kids. I think kids aren't being kids anymore. Back in the day when we were, when I was in primary school, you know, primary school was about, uh, and the earlier years particularly, about 
like you know learning about craft and working with your hands and doing basic experiments and getting out in nature and and building things with your hands and being crafty and using that creative part of your brain whereas now kids are just diving straight into it it's like reading and writing and reading and writing um, which is not bad because they're important foundational skills but I, you know I heard sales pitches for the for these NAPLAN tests that the the benefits of having NAPLAN testing is the fact that kids can do basic interest calculations and they'll understand how to do budgeting and they'll they'll learn how to use the internet which is important for real life in 2017 if that's the type of shit that we're pushing uh, as a sales pitch for these type of tests we are way off like these tests don't teach that kids would be far better off as opposed to being tested but given real life projects where they've got maybe a term or a year to complete more of those opposed to just these basic you know same rote learning and rote learning projects that they're doing uh, homework that they're doing but giving them a project where they have to complete if you're in high school and you start a business course rather than going off and doing a test saying to the students at the start of this year you need to come up with a business idea and you need to go to market and the student that has the highest growth on growth per month um, who got the most customers in a certain period and you have all these different sets of challenges the person who got the most ROI for the least dollars of marketing dollars spent um, these are the type of things that can prepare students more for the real world but not testing so I think this is kind of just a little rant here about my disagreements with the kind of parts of the education system this whole new testing that's uh, introduced but I'm interested to know what your thoughts are do you agree with homework because I disagree with homework um, uh, do you agree with giving tests to students who are in primary school or high school a lot? Because I'm in disagreement with it. So I'd be curious to see what your thoughts are. Let me know.